You're listening to The Gospel Underground, the only podcast that helps new and aspiring gospel artists develop the skills to become influential music ministers. It features resources and tips to help empower indie artists to own and operate their music ministry for major impact. And I'm your host, Janice Levine. So let's get this show started. Catch it in the TV, catch it on the road, catch it in the church house, sing it to the souls. This is different from any other sound because you're listening to the gospel underground. Praise the Lord, family, and welcome back to another episode of The Gospel Underground. I know I've been gone for a minute. <laughs> I've been gone for a little bit. I will get into that in a second, but I am so excited to be back and to be able to have another opportunity to pour into you and in your music ministry. So I'm not going to hesitate at all. We're going to jump straight in into it. So first of all, I want to start with a couple of updates. So yes, I've been going for a little bit. Um, I think the last episode was done in the middle of April. Um, and the reason for that is because I had a bit of a medical emergency. So I found myself in the emergency room, um, needed to do some treatment and was back and forth, uh, to the hospital for about a month. I'm not going to go too in detail with that, but yeah, your girl had a little bit of a medical emergency, y'all. Um, and if you've ever had a medical emergency or, you know, any sickness or anything has arisen in your life, you know, and if you've ever had any, uh, you know, experience with going back and forth to the doctors, that is completely draining. <laughs> okay, just going back and forth to the doctors and all that stuff is a lot. It's emotionally, it's mentally, and it's physically draining. So I needed to take some time to regather myself, to regather my strength, and to regather my mind, to wrap my mind around what just happened, how do I feel now, and what do I want to do next? So I took some time away, and I'm just so, so grateful that I did. Um, this has been an, uh, an interesting year for me. It's been really good. I've had some really high highs. I've had a couple of lows. Um, and I've had a couple of just interesting moments. <laughs> uh, I don't know how else to explain that, but I've had a couple of interesting moments. Um, but certainly there has been a pattern of God showing me to slow down, take your time, rest, reset. And, uh, this last event, I fully accepted. I said, okay, Lord, you know, I had no choice. <laughs> I had no choice. I had to sit down. I had to rest. I had to relax. I had to reflect and reset. Um, and I'm so, so, so glad that I did. It has changed my perspective um, profoundly. And I am now prepared to come back and pour into you. You know, you can't, I know you all have heard of the quote, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And that is the truth, honey. That is the truth. Okay. So I've been refilling my cup. I've been sitting with God and spending time with him. And he has certainly refreshed and refueled me. I'm still going through, um, some, some refreshing and I'm, he's still pouring into me. Um, and, and so with that being said, I'm moving slow. <laughs> okay, I am moving slow. I am taking my time. Um, and I'm really, really grateful for that. During my time away, I've had a lot of time to study scripture and just pray and prayer journal. 
and just really be with God. And so today's topic is a reflection of that. Actually, the, the title of today's podcast is The Priority of Hearing God, the priority of hearing God. So I was having a conversation with my dad about where I am, about uh, the different events that have happened and how the reoccurring theme from those events is, Janice, you need to slow down. Janice, you need to relax. Janice, you need to slow down. I felt like that's what God has been telling me. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Um, and so my father suggested that I, I, I study the story of Mary and Martha and so I did, but I took it a step further. I wanted to see where these sisters were. I wanted to learn about them, where, uh, all of their story in scripture. Um, so I found three different places where uh, we see these women. And I did a deep dive study. When I tell you I did a deep dive, I have like about seven or eight pages worth of notes. I'm doing character analysis. I'm, I, I went in, y'all, okay, because I really wanted to grasp all of what God was telling me through this. I have, I've been having dreams and visions of things, and they are all pointing to this, this, this idea of the priority of hearing God, okay? So, yeah, I know I love words. I want to go ahead and give you all the definition of priority, and it says, the fact or condition of being regarded or treated as most important. I'm going to read that again. The definition of priority is the fact or condition of being regarded or treated as most important. So again, today's topic is the priority of hearing God. So as I studied, um, everybody's familiar with the the initial account of Mary and Martha, you know, when Jesus goes to their house and Martha is, you know, preparing the food and getting the house together. And Mary is like, girl, Jesus is here, honey. I want to sit at his feet and hear what he got to say. Okay. <laughs> and there is a, is a, is a bit of an issue there because Martha gets upset and she basically rolls up on Jesus and is like, uh, you just going to let me. Uh, you know, do all this stuff to make my sister come and help me, you know, prepare the house and prepare the food and prepare these things, make her serve with me. And basically, uh, the Lord, in such a compassionate way, checks her and shares with her that, you know, there is one thing that is needful, one thing. And Mary has chosen that thing. Um, and, in my study, that thing, what I've discovered is that thing is the priority of hearing God. So like I said before, I wanted to not just settle on that story, but I wanted to look at all the accounts of these sisters in scripture. So I found them initially in Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, which is the story that I just shared with you all. I also found them in John chapter 11, verses 1 through 32. And that is the account of when Jesus raises their brother, Lazarus, from the dead. And then the last account was when Jesus went back to spend time with them in John chapter 12, uh, verses one through eight is where I focused. Um, and a couple of recurring things that I noticed is that we, I think most of the time we kind of focus on Mary and Martha, but it was really Mary, Martha and Lazarus who Jesus had a relationship with. And scripture says a couple of times that he loved this family. 
I just, I got to pause right there. He loved this family. And not just that, but he would make it a point to just stop by the house. <laughs> Do y'all have friends like that who just, you know, just are friends or family members that just, you know, they want to be around you. So they come by your house. My mom and my aunt, one of my aunts are they're super tight. They're two years apart. And sometimes my aunt just, you know, she just stopped by because she just want to be around, you know. When you have a tight relationship with somebody, sometimes they just call you and they, what you doing? Let me, let me come on over. And that was the type of relationship that Jesus had with this family, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. He would come by. He would spend time with them. And that just makes me feel so warm and fuzzy inside to think about the most high God. I, I want that kind of relationship where God is like, I just, I just want to spend time. I just want to come by and hang out. I just want to be around y'all. I, I want to share with you all. Uh, and the truth of the matter is he does want that. He wants that with each and every one of us. And so, like I said, I did an in-depth study of all three of these accounts of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And what. It, it, it culminated for me in the last story in John chapter 12, uh, which is where I got this, I, this, you know, the topic for today, the priority of hearing God. I'm going to read, um, straight out of my notes so you all can kind of understand where I was coming from or, or what I was gathering from all three of these accounts with Jesus and this family. I don't know if, I don't know their last name, but Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, the family of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And uh, I just want to read read to you all some of my notes uh, of of what I gather from all three of these accounts and how it culminated in John chapter twelve. This was just another occasion where Jesus was stopping by the house. He was stopping by the house, right? So what I wrote down uh, was that Jesus loved this family, like I said before, and made it a point to spend time with them. He loved them, and he would come by their house and just simply spend time. Uh, what I also noted was that they each had their individual ways of interacting with him, right? So in this, uh, in, in chapter 12, John, Lazarus was at the table. He was communing with him at the table. Martha was serving him supper. And again, we find Mary anointing his feet. Um, and so that makes me even think about like, us. You know, we all have different ways of how we interact with God. We all have different assignments. You all know, I always talk about that here on the podcast as gospel artists. We all have different assignments that, that he, uh, has called us to and, the, and, and the way in which he uses us. But our priority should always still be to hear from God to be in his presence, to spend that intimate time with him. So if you read later on, like I said, uh, John chapter 12, verses one through eight, um, if you read further down in that, uh, as I said, Mary was at his feet again. This is the fourth time that I counted in scripture where we find Mary at the feet of Jesus, okay? Um, she's at his feet. She has some really expensive ointment again that she's anointing his feet with. And Judas, yes, that Judas, the traitor Judas, <laughs> makes a makes a comment like hey you know she's wasting all of this ointment we could uh use it to sell and feed the poor or or help out the poor now Jesus discerning his true intentions Judas wasn't thinking about no poor people okay uh but Jesus discerning his true intentions uh reminded him 
that the one thing that is needful is spending time with God. She was not wasting the ointment on Jesus. She was investing. She was she was uh, submitting to her top priority, which was hearing God, which was being in his presence, which was spending time with him. Verse seven says, then said Jesus, let her alone against the day of my burying. Hath she kept this for the poor always ye have with you, but me ye have not always. So he was saying to him that there's always going to be poor people. He wasn't, he wasn't, uh, minimizing the need to help the poor. But what he was sharing with them is that I'm going to die. I'm not going to physically be here all the time with you. And so while I am here physically with you, your priority should be spending time with me. Amen. So this study really, really, gave me a couple of things to think about and a couple of things that I wanted to share with you all as gospel artists. There are so many things that we have to manage, so many balls that we are juggling as we build our brands as gospel artists. But I wanted to bring this, these stories, this story to you and remind you that our priority should be hearing from God. Now I was talking to my husband, y'all know my husband is also our assistant pastor. He's been in ministry for several years and we talked uh, about, you know, studying the word of God and how sometimes he has to catch himself and study and spend time with God just to spend time with him. Because as a leader, as a, as a, as somebody that serves God's people, we can sometimes get caught up with studying the word just to share it studying, you know, the word, putting together lessons just to share it. Uh, And sometimes we forget to take what we need for ourselves. We forget to prioritize spending time with God just for the sake of spending time with God, to be refilled, to be refueled. Like I said earlier that I needed, I needed to be refilled, to be refueled, to remember to move slow. I'm on God's time. You know, he created time. I don't have to rush. You know, who I'm supposed to serve will be there when I when I serve them. When I when I have the time to serve them, when uh it is it when it is prime for me to serve them. So I want to bring this episode to you guys to remind you that our priority should be to hear from God, not just for the sake of creating music, but to hear from God for your own relationship with him, to be refueled, to be refilled. So I have a couple of points here that I want to share with you all under this topic. The first point is that some of your doing for God is actually being who and what he called you to be. You know, we love to go to James chapter one, verse 22, that talks about um, not just being hearers, but also being doers of the word. And while I agree with that, absolutely, we should. But a part of the doing is being holy, being like God, being kind, loving one another is being who and what God called us to be. It's not always in the tasks that we are doing. It's not always in the things that we are making. It's not always in the music that we are making. It is being the living epistle, read of men. It is just simply being who God called you to be. 
So I want to just reiterate that some of your doing for God is actually being who and what he called you to be. So when you're not releasing a new single or you're not releasing a new album, that's not a break away from being godlike. <laughs> okay? That's not a break away from still being holy. Whether you have music to share or not, you should still be a great representation of God. So don't ever forget that some of your doing for God is actually being who and what God called you to be. My second point is I want us to really accept the fact that in order to serve God, we need God, right? So we need God to serve God. We cannot serve him on our own. We cannot serve him with our own power on our own volition. We need God to serve God. And the scripture backs that up in Luke chapter 24 and verse 49. Before Jesus sent out the disciples to preach and teach and to evangelize the world, he told them that they needed him. They needed power from on high to help them do what he called them to do. Luke chapter 24 and verse 49 says, And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Tarry means to wait. You got to wait on God for him to give you his power so that he can do what he called you to do. Don't ever forget that. We need God to serve God. There is not one person in scripture who was truly serving the Lord that did not have his spirit helping them to do it. And until we prioritize hearing God, spending time with God, having that intimacy time with God, we are not equipped to serve anybody. We're not equipped to serve anybody. We don't, we don't have enough. (laughs) We do not have enough. But God's grace is sufficient for us. He got, he has what we need to serve his people, to do his will. All right. So that's point number two. We need God to serve God. Don't ever forget that. So don't get caught up in your doing and your posting and creating content and all these things. Mm, And you neglect spending time with God. If you find yourself in that space, you need to take a pause step back and say, wait a minute. All right. Am I really doing this according to God's will? If you're not filled up with him, you can't really truly serve him. You can't truly serve him and do his will if you're not filled up with him. All right. So my last point is that God gives the increase. God gives the increase. And we find example of this in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, okay? And that's basically there where uh, Paul was talking about how, you know, they preached and they taught the word. You know, Apollos came back and built on that. But it was only God that gives the increase. It's only God that will keep you and help you to stand on that word. It's only God that can strengthen you in the word. Amen. So I have I have a couple of Bibles in my house. Y'all, listen, <laughs> when you married to a preacher or when you just trying to know God for yourself, you got a couple of Bibles hanging around. Okay. <laughs> 
And one that I love to look at is my life application, King James Version Study Bible. I like it because it gives a, a bit of commentary um, on what I have just read. It's not all a thousand percent accurate because um, it is commentary. It is someone's interpretation. But in this case, it was really good. And I want to read it to you. Okay. This is the commentary of First Corinthians chapter three, verses one through six. It says, Paul called the Corinthians babies in the Christian life because they were not yet spiritually healthy and mature. The proof was that they quarreled like children. Immature Christians are controlled by their own desires, carnal. Mature believers by God's desires. How much influence do your own desires have on your life? Your goal should be to let God's desires be your own. Being controlled by your own desires will stunt your growth. Mm. Paul planted the seed of God's word in people's hearts. He was a missionary pioneer. He brought the message of salvation. Apollos' role was to water, to help the believers grow stronger in the faith. Paul founded the church in Corinth and Apollos built on that foundation. Tragically, the believers in Corinth had split into fractions, pleading uh, loyalty to different teachers. After the preacher's work is completed, God is the one who makes Christians grow. Let me say that one more time. God is the one that makes Christians grow. And I wanted to share this point because I think sometimes we get so caught up with all of the different things we have to do, right? We have to put out our single. We have to promote it. We have to market it. We have to make sure we're on every social media outlet to make sure that people know that it's the, we're doing all these different things. And we're thinking that, um, all of these things are going to render the results that we anticipate. And that's just not true. That is not true. When we are working for God, it is God who gives the increase. You may water, somebody else may plant, but it's the God is the one that is going to give the increase. So whatever it is that he has assigned you to do, do your part, but know that it is God that is going to bring the results. It is God. So like technically there's nothing that you can really do to make things happen. You can only be obedient to what God has called you to do and let God do his work. Amen. So I, I really want to stress that because sometimes, you know, the the numbers are what mesmerize us. We, we think, oh, we have 100,000 followers. I must be doing the will of God. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> That's not necessarily true. I have 50,000 subscribers. Oh, I must be serving God. That's not necessarily true. God is the one that gives the increase. So don't get um, frazzled or don't get uh, carried away with all of these carnal metrics. Yes, we use them to help us gauge where we are, to help us uh, decide, you know, on certain things, what we need to do next, whatever have you. But do not let that be the end all, tell all, be all as to whether or not you are actually doing the will of God. Let God give the increase and recognize that it is not in your power. It is not in your might that you do anything, but it's by God. And the only way that you can even do the will of God, that you can do the work of God is if you prioritize hearing from him. 
So I hope that today's message was a blessing to you. I pray that you took something away from it. I pray that make hearing from God and being in his presence a priority, not just to be anointed when you get up to sing for others, uh, not just so that you can write biblically sound songs and, and promote it and all these things, but to just be in his presence. What an honor, what an honor and a privilege it is that the Lord would say, I want to stop by Janice's house today. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. What an honor and a privilege it is that God will want to share with you. He wants to share with you. He wants to tell you things. He wants to fill you and let your cup overflow. He wants you to be whole. He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to be blessed. His love is not contingent upon what you do. It's not contingent upon how many posts you can make on your social media, how many songs you can release. He loves you just because. So I want to remind you to take advantage of that. Spend time with him and make it a priority. It will make you a better person. It will make you a better, the the byproduct of just spending time with him and making that a priority is so good, but we don't do it for that. But just know it is so good. When you prioritize hearing from God, God will give the increase. When you prioritize hearing from God, God gives the increase. He will enable you to do miracle signs and wonders, you know? He will enable you to do all of those things, but you've got to prioritize hearing from God. So I pray again. (laughs) Yeah, I know I get excited and carried away. Again, I pray that this message was a blessing to you and your music ministry. I pray that it empowers you and that it strengthens you in Jesus name. As I said, I'm going to be moving slow, y'all. But this is, I'm going to go ahead and put a pin in season five. Child, we done drug it out long enough. Amen. (laughs) I'm going to put a pin in season five. uh, And I will be back with more episodes and we will begin season six. But like I said, I'm taking my time. You know, I recognize that music moves in seasons. And I want to serve you at the right appointed time. I want to serve you with what you need. So we will be back sooner than later. I promise it won't be too, too, too long. Um, But I'll be taking my time and making sure that I'm prioritizing hearing from God so that I can serve you with what you need. So I love you guys. Thank you so much again, as always, for listening. Uh, If this was a blessing to you, I pray that you would give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That way, more independent gospel artists just like you will be able to find this podcast and be blessed by it as well. Also, if you ever want to reach out to me, you want to hit me up, you can email me at gospelundergroundradio at gmail.com. And you can always go to our website and find out what new free resources we have available and what classes we have offered and what services we have as well. So if you need help in your music ministry, building your brand, if you need assistance with tagging and metadata for your music, uh, any of those things, you can always go to thegospelunderground.co and we are more than happy to help you and to serve you. I love you guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. As always, stay focused on Jesus. Keep one of them prayer and I will speak to you soon.